all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Brought to you by IIFL Securities. Good morning. Over the next few minutes, we'll tell you everything that you need to know to start your day on the right foot. I'm Alex Matthew and this is Bloomberg Quint's All You Need to Know podcast. Today is the 28th of November. A quick reminder before we get started, to all of you who use the WhatsApp notification to get to this point, you won't be able to do so from next month. WhatsApp is stopping this service. But you can still get push notifications if you follow Bloomberg Quint on Telegram. Of course, you can also sign up for website notifications. All right, let's get started. Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman yesterday launched a spirited defense of her handling of the economy, saying that growth may have slowed, but the economy will never slip into recession. She was replying to a short-duration discussion on the state of the economy in the Rajya Sabha, and she said that steps taken by the government post her maiden budget have started bearing fruits, and some sectors such as automobiles have shown signs of recovery. But the Congress, the All India Trinamul Congress and the left parties staged a walkout of the House, saying she was reading out her budget speech rather than addressing issues facing the economy. GDP data for the second quarter of this financial year will be released tomorrow and the growth is widely expected to be worse than it was in the first quarter, which stood at a measly 5%. Aviation Minister Hardeep Singh Puri has said that Air India will have to shut down if a renewed attempt to sell the debt-laden airline fails to find a buyer. Puri's comments in Parliament come a year and a half after an attempt to sell the airline flopped. The Union Cabinet has extended the term of the 15th Finance Commission to submit its final report covering its suggestions for the five years starting financial year 2021-22 by October 30th next year. The Commission will submit its interim report soon covering its suggestions for the next financial year so that these can be incorporated for next year's budget. The Indian government has decided to increase the authorized equity capital of Food Corporation of India amid concerns about a build-up of debt at the country's apex food procurement agency. The cabinet decided to increase the authorized capital of FCI from the existing 3,500 crore rupees to 10,000 crore rupees. In the primary markets, Ujjivan Small Finance Bank, the banking arm of Ujjivan Financial Services, will launch its three-day initial public offering on the 2nd of December as it looks to comply with the Reserve Bank of India's promoter shareholding norms. The Small Finance Bank aims to raise nearly 750 crore rupees from the offering by selling shares at 36 to 37 rupees apiece. In international news, President Donald Trump signed a bill into law that expresses U.S. support for Hong Kong protesters, a move that will strain relations with China and further complicate the president's efforts to wind down his trade war with Beijing. The legislation requires annual reviews of Hong Kong's special trade status under American law and sanctions against any officials deemed responsible for human rights abuses or undermining the city's autonomy. There are worries now that China will retaliate in some form with the trade deal between the two countries hanging in the balance. 
Meanwhile, concern is rising that Hong Kong has become a breeding ground for wild volatility after the third stock in a week suddenly lost most of its value. China First Capital Group, which is an investment company that focuses on financial and educational services, plunged as much as 78% yesterday before trading was suspended. In international markets, U.S. equities rallied as the risk-on mood that's driven American benchmarks to consecutive record highs showed few signs of abating. The dollar strengthened and the Treasury yields rose. The Dow rose just under 0.2%, while the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq climbed 0.4 and 0.7% respectively. Shares in the Asia-Pacific region were mixed at the start, though, with the Nikkei and the Kospi reflecting narrow losses. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Darshan. How are we looking today? Hi Alex, good morning, good morning everyone. Global queues are muted at this point of time and the SCX Nifty is also indicating a muted outlook. But lots of stocks to watch out for. Watch out for Z Entertainment. They have addressed the resignation of three directors and disclosed the reason for the same. The board of directors have also noted all the issues raised by the resigning directors. So the resigning directors had issues with advances that were given, CSR spends related party issues and outstanding by the group companies. RBL Bank, there's a board meeting on November 30th for fundraising plan. The raising of funds will be by way of issue of equity shares of the bank on a preferential basis. BSE has approved the sale of 41.8 lakh shares which is close to 4% stake in CDSL via NOFS and the entire deal is worth almost 86 crores. The flow price is at 205 which is at a discount of 8.2%. Uh, the offer for sale will start November 28th and end on November 29th. Granules will be in focus. Uh, Economic Times reports that several PE players are in race to acquire the company. So so that will be interesting. Enkai Wheels, they have increased the expansion capex from 125 crores to 30 crores. Schneider Electric Infra has launched its Bangalore facility for the manufacture of industrial UPS systems and variable speed drives. Jet Airways to extend last date of submission of the resolution plan to December 16. In terms of bulk deals, IIFL securities will be in focus. Abacus Group has acquired 2.7% stake in the company. Remember, Abacus is owned by Sunil Singhania. WF Asian Fund has been the seller. Lemontry also in which WF Asian Fund has been buyer to the tune of 1.2%. RJ Cop was the seller. Couple of brokerages that have come out. Uh, Morgan Stanley is overweight on IGL with the target price of 414. They're saying IGL is a play on India's energy transition to gas. Credit Suisse maintains an outperformer and a target price of 16,000 on Nestle. They're saying the fact that the company is now hiking prices to mitigate the impact of gross margin fall. And Nestle has been consistently growing significantly ahead of the other FMCG companies. And Access Capital met the management of Sudarshan Chemicals. The management highlights acceleration in capex and expansion into new products and the management reiterated focus on speciality and high-performance pigments. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website, bloombuckquin.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Arshan. Well, that's all we have for you on this podcast. But as always, there's a lot more on the website, BloombergQuinn.com, just like Darshan said. So don't forget to check it out. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. 
I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 